This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm joined here by uh, Auburn offensive line commitment Clay Wheaton and uh, Clay. You've been you've been up a bunch of times to uh, you know, football games, visits, those kind of things. First of all, just uh, for you, just just kind of talk about the experience you've had in kind of building this relationship with Auburn and then heading towards your commitment. Right. So the um, relationship I've had with Auburn has been really strong since about January of this year. First time I went up to campus was the Iron Bowl last year, which was an awesome experience. That was my first time ever getting to meet all the coaches in person. So that kind of – I clicked there and just kind of went rolling from there with the recruiting process. Um in January, I came up just to see everybody and um, look at the program more in depth. When you're up for a game, you can meet everybody, but their first priority is the game. So getting up there and just talking to them about their philosophies and culture up there was big for me um, in January. And then following that, I came up another couple months later in March to watch a, a scrimmage. So... Um, just building that relationship with Coach Friend and Coach Bernardi and the rest of the O-line staff has been really big to me. Got a really good relationship going right now and just can't wait to get up there in uh, January and get rolling from then. Yeah, Clay, I mean, you know, we talked a little bit before your commitment, um, you, you, you know, your flip to Auburn. And even at that point, you know, there was still uncertainty around the staff. But you just, you, you know, you flat out told me, you said, you know, I love Auburn. I love Auburn University and what it can offer for me just kind of. Uh, just a little bit, what is what does that kind of mean for you? You know, what is it about Auburn specifically or just kind of not even specifically? You know, what do you just like about Auburn? Right, right. So it's kind of actually hard to explain it. Like when you hear the coaches and everybody saying Auburn is a special place, you got a whole bunch of programs. Every program will sell, them, sell themselves saying their culture is special and whatnot, and it may be. But I get that feeling that Auburn um, – that culture, that team pride, the pride for the university. And that's something I want to be a part of. And it's kind of hard to explain. It's a feeling you can't really explain. You just feel it. So yeah. it, but it's not that hard to explain because I'm going to tell you why. Most of the people listening to this podcast have felt that same feeling. That, right. that, that's what it, it's really interesting. But it's, it's one of the things you, you hear this all the time. People say Auburn sells itself. And you just kind of summed that up, didn't you? I mean, that's it's the the program, university, everything kind of sold itself, didn't it? Definitely, yeah. That's the biggest thing. It was one of the big factors of it was when I originally committed to Michigan State. I have a bunch of respect for their program, their university, but when I picked it originally, it was more for that program and the football aspect of it. 
over Auburn. I picked it in all aspects. I feel like I can succeed on the field and off the field and develop as a student athlete and as a man. Yeah. Um, we got some fan questions and I'll get into those in a little bit, but before we get into those kind of just tell the people a little bit about kind of just who you are, Clay, kind of what do you like to do outside of football? I know football takes up a lot of your time, but just some other hobbies, kind of some other stuff that you like to do. Right, right. So I'm a big outdoorsman. I love hunting, fishing, um, love the weight room, want to uh, major in either exercise science or business with a, some type of science minor. But those are the biggest three that I'm into, just hanging out with the friends, going out hog hunting or going out fishing in Tampa Bay. That's my uh, biggest hobbies outside of football. Okay, I got you. Um, well, you'll do some hog hunting here at Auburn. Um, but <laughs> um, Jason, do you have anything before we want to yeah. get into some? Yeah, um, when when you when you talk about the program, obviously, you visited last weekend. You you saw everything that went on. Even though Auburn has an interim coach and you're still waiting on a head coach, we talked to you a little bit about it. But for folks that want to hear it, what what did Saturday and that weekend? How what did that mean to you already committed to see the support, to see everything that went on Saturday? Right. That was something that was really special for me to see was one, I got my whole family up. My dad and I have been up to games, but I never taken my sisters and my mom up. So getting the whole family that atmosphere and that environment was really special. And the second thing is even everything that's happened this year. The fans, I felt like truly rallied around Coach Cadillac and the team. And that's honestly the best game I've been to so far at Auburn. I haven't been to a lot of games, but I've been to some good ones. So that was definitely a big thing, just seeing how they rallied around them and showing their support and passion for uh, Auburn football was a big thing that I saw. Yeah, there's there's no doubt. I mean, I haven't been to a ton of Auburn games either, to be honest. I'm still pretty young in terms of a reporter. But that was, I mean, that was a special one on Saturday. Um, so we'll just get into some of the fan questions here. Um, one of the first ones we got on the board was from, we got several of these, but I got a couple, just don't have a question. we just wanted to say that we're excited about Clay's commitment and just wanted to let him know that, um, people are pretty excited, man. I mean, offensive lineman recruiting has been, it's been an issue at Auburn over the past. I mean, it's been like five years now, so they're glad to finally have you on board, have Braden on board and hopefully get some more guys as well. Um, of course, the first question um, was from AU Champs. He came over and said, Clay, who's your prediction for the next Auburn head coach? <laughs> That's a good question, honestly. I think I personally don't have a prediction. There's a bunch of names out there, but I uh, trust that Auburn will pick what's right for this fit in the program. And I'm sure that whoever they pick will have a high reputation and a very good background of success with football. To, yeah. to touch on what to touch on what Christian said that, that the offensive line the the opportunity there some people will go some some guys will go hey I'm I just know it's going to take time I'm prepared to do what it takes others will go hey I'm excited that there's an opportunity and a pathway maybe early on where do you fall on that in terms of of maybe what you look at as far as Auburn's offensive line roster for 2023 right so I would say with Auburn's um, depth chart and how their rosters played out. There's always a chance you can play early, but with the developmental factor, and especially nowadays with you have the COVID year, so six-year seniors and so-called super seniors, it's really hard when you've come in and you have half a year of that development when they've had six years of it. 
they have a lot more uh they're a lot more comfortable in the game atmosphere the environment and they're just physically faster stronger smarter than you so it's hard to beat them out in that aspect but um also at the same time you come in i'm going to be an early and early so that's a big deal for me so having that whole extra half semester or full semester of out and getting that development so i'm not getting used to that college atmosphere college environment at fall i'm getting used to it in january so that'll be a big thing but um like for example i know lsu they have emory and will they did a good job in the fact that when they got to college they came and they started off running and they developed a lot of guys that come in freshmen they're like oh i'm just a freshman it's going to take some time i'm not going to start this year so the way I look at that is you have to be realistic with the roster. A lot of times uh, programs will at first start you inside as a guard and then move you out because um, the easiest way for me to explain it is guard is more of a checkers game and tackles more of chess. <clears throat> like guard, you want to um, enjoy mashing up with them. It's a lot more, mm-hmm. a lot more physical. Got to stay low and go- Tackle, it's more of a chess game. It's a lot more about angles and footwork and leverages. So um, so would you, would you foresee, you think that's probably your pathway? Do you think you probably start maybe inside to just kind of get your feet wet and then see how it develops? Right. I could definitely see that happening. I try and pride myself in being a swing guy so I can play all five positions on the line. I've had a lot of reps on both tackle and guards. Uh, sides and I've played a few reps at uh, center so wherever they need me wherever I can contribute to the team is where I want to be at introducing the two-way v4 where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance with fuel cell each step feels explosive delivering unparalleled energy return paired with fresh foam experience maximum comfort throughout the game its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition the two-way v4 gives you the tools to play at a high level learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, that was one of the questions um, that one of the fans submitted. And then I'll just kind of add on just one last part he had just kind of for you. What's the difference between playing like on the right side or playing on the left side and being the blind side blocker? He just kind of wanted to know some of the differences there. Right. So blind side and right side, there's not a giant difference, especially as a tackle. The right tackle might be a little more forget- forgiving, but not by a lot. I would say the biggest thing is for me, like when I switched from left tackle to right tackle this year, because I played left tackle my whole life, but this year our offensive schemes wanted me at the right side more. That'd be more efficient for our offense. But it's kind of like say you went to the range or you went out hunting, shooting with your right hand offhanded is much more difficult if you're left handed. Same thing as trying, if you're left handed and you're trying to write something with your right hand, it's going to be a uh, chicken scratch. So it's something you have to get used to and get more comfortable with it throughout uh, the practices, your angles, 
So going from left side to right side might be uncomfortable or challenging at first, but you'll eventually get used to it. Yeah, no, that's a great explanation of it. Um, and then someone else, Texas Auburn grad said, Clay, would you say you play with a mean streak on, along the offensive line? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's one of the biggest things I try and do is play with the mean streak. I'm always going after guys. One of the guys I like a lot on Auburn's uh, Jeremiah Wright. I see him sometimes he might get some uh, penalties, but I really like his mindset, you know. Uh, one of the things that I was talking to a coach at Auburn about was when he coaches somebody, he doesn't want to try and push them to get that fire. He'd rather try and cool that fire down. So on um, that aspect, I've always tried to be really physical, really um, making the other guy really regret playing against me that night. Anybody, anybody that you – I don't want to say – model your game after but anybody that 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 you go hey go to for advice you know the guy that's a former player or a guy that's playing currently anybody that you go to and go hey give you an idea of what maybe what to expect when you get on the college campus right so there's uh multiple people i'll ask that so i'm blessed to be able to train at multiple places so there's a bunch of former college players and um current professional players so i'll ask them how's that transition from high school to college and it's cool because I'm able to work out with Aaron Stinney, who's one of the guards of the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Pick his brain, pick his mind to see what might have worked for him and what might not have worked for him so much to try and get maybe a head start for that. Um, Clay, we've got one here from Vin Barnes. Um, and he says, just to preface this question, there's no wrong answer here. Uh, hypothetical question. Say you were pushing the D lineman 10 yards down the field on a run play. Do you disengage to pancake the corner who has no hope of making a play, or do you drive that defensive lineman into the turf? That's a good question. I would say the best scenario is to put the defensive lineman in the corner's lap, so just push him in. <laughs> but you got to focus on your assignment first, I would say. So receiver's got the corner. I can't try and get my guy in than him. When you try and do too much, you don't have an effective block on – your assignment so worry about yours first once you plan them maybe get up and then try and go find some extra work but definitely focus on your assignment first clay we, we hear all the time about guys wanting to test themselves against the best and obviously the goal is obviously to get to the nfl when you get ready to jump into the southeastern conference how much is that a a i won't say how much does that play in when you think about and i'm going to get get a chance to go against the best of the best every saturday Right. Yeah, that's definitely a big thing. And not even always Saturday, like going against somebody like Derek Hall every single practice, it's iron sharpens iron. You're going against him as a freshman and getting your butt whooped every day. You're going to eventually uh, adapt and overcome that. And you're going to eventually develop out of that and holding your own and then blocking better. So that's definitely a big thing that I really like to see at Auburn is, one, you're playing in the SEC West. It's the hardest conference in college football. Two, you have some of the best defensive edge rushers and defensive tackles and uh, really the whole defense. It's that basic term, iron sharpens iron, which is a big thing. You're going against them every day, so it's going to make you better. Clay, last one for me. Um, Just talk to me a little bit about how you feel like your senior season is gone. I know you guys have the playoffs starting up tomorrow night. Um, Just – you know, how do you feel like you've played and how do you feel like the team has played overall? Right. I feel like the team and I have played well overall. We've definitely begin, began to mesh through probably as an offense and especially as an offensive line. 
just trying to figure out our identity as an offense. Um, that's the biggest thing I think for us, but it's definitely been going a lot smoother lately. We had definitely our best practices this week. So that's always great to see their folks in intensity kind of go on another level for the playoff game. Um, but I think overall it's definitely been, been going well. For me personally, it's been going well. I don't have any sacks or any of that, no TFL. So really you know, just striving to get better, develop yourself, sharpen your craft, and get ready for college. Clay, we'll, we'll let you run after this one. I, for you, um, how excited are you to see the next chapter? Obviously, you, you mentioned the, the next coach, but to get started, to get to Auburn in January and, and kind of get that thing rolling, how, how excited are you to uh, for that next step? Obviously, you got, got some things to take care of first in high school, but when you think about the future at Auburn. Right. I'm really excited for that. Like you're saying right now, I'm focusing on one step at a time. Um, biggest thing is – if you get too focused about the future, then in the present and now, you might not have as much efficiency with whatever you're doing and your goals. But I'm definitely really excited to get that going, um, having that challenge again, getting challenged in practice and everything. That's going to be definitely a big thing for me that I'm really excited and looking forward to. Clay, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, good luck on the rest of this season, and hopefully you end it by, uh, by raising up a trophy. Sure. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it, guys. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount+. Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's a can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.